Welcome to Retiree, where we cover in three to five minutes the major takeaways from some of the most significant books I've read. If we all spent more time consuming books and less time consuming news and social media, I contend that we would all be more happy, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Today, I want to talk to you about what I consider to be the best book on productivity. I've read a lot of books on productivity, and I think this one is foundational, and I would highly recommend it. I've read it five times, and I'm going to read it again shortly. It's that good. The book is called The 12-Week Year by Brian P. Moran, and it is really an entire system of how to be more productive. It first starts by shaping the way that you think about productivity and then gives you real actionable systems you can use to increase your productivity, not just at work, but in all areas of your life. So let's jump right into my four key takeaways. Number one, discard annual thinking. So many of us are caught up in this mindset of creating annual goals, right? We're, we're talk about all the time with New Year's resolutions and our annual uh, company goals or personal goals, whatever it is, and we all think in this annualized thinking. But this thinking is somewhat arbitrary, right? I mean, what makes January 1st any different than any other day, other than the meaning we've assigned to it? But in reality, annualized thinking is too long. Think about it. How many times have we created goals, whether at work or in our personal life, that are annualized? But 365 days is so long. And we always think we have more time to get it done. And then suddenly, it's the fall. And we realize we are way behind schedule. And we're working very hard over time, trying to catch up, trying to complete the goal. That is why Black Friday exists, right? That we have thousands of companies that are behind schedule all year long and need Black Friday just to get back into the black at the end of the year. As humans, we generally can't process further than 90 days. And so what the 12-week year does is say, hey, let's stop thinking in 12 months and instead let's start thinking in 12 weeks. And that's takeaway number two, create a 12-week year. Start thinking in terms of weeks, not months. It's much more manageable. We can think out 12 weeks. That's no problem. It's when we get to 12 months that the issues arise. We can achieve a lot more in a week than in a month if we start thinking in terms of weeks, not months. Months is a long time. You can do a lot in a month, but it's also easy to lose track of exactly what you're trying to do. If your months become weeks, and now you only have five business days if you're at work to get something done instead of four weeks, you really have a fire under you to get it done. It's a lot more actionable. We can plan out a week in detail of what we need to do and achieve in order to keep us on track for our 12-week year, much more than we can plan out an entire month to try to keep us on track for our 12-month year. So discard annualized thinking and instead create a 12-week year. Number three, ownership and commitment. And I'm totally cheating here by doing two, but I think they go hand in hand. He talks a lot about Owning projects and tasks, not just working them. When you own them, when you are completely responsible for them, that is when you really get them done. And what that does for accountability then is that you have people around you who are holding you accountable for what you own, not micromanage you to make sure you complete a task for someone else. Whether at work or at personal life, owning what you are responsible for versus just working it is critical. And then when you own it, you can truly commit to it. Commitment versus intention. 
And I'm thinking a lot about this recently, about how often we say, oh, I need to be more intentional about this. Oh, I need to be more intentional about that. And how about we spend less time intending to do things and more time committing to and acting on those things. And the way that Brian spells this out is phenomenal. It's why I want to read it again, specifically for his chapters on ownership and commitment. And number four, this works in all aspects of life. It's, of course, kind of geared towards, and many of the examples are about work, but he does do a good job of expanding this into other areas of life as well. Even relationships. How can we be more committed, not intentional, but more committed to our relationships over the next 12 weeks? What can we do in the 12 weeks we have remaining to really build into our marriage? Or our health. Stop making annualized weight loss goals or annual fitness goals 12 weeks what can we do in 12 weeks? It's much more attainable, much more realistic, and a lot easier to stay on track with health goals when they are 12 weeks, not 12 months. So I've been uh, on the 12-week year. This is my fifth year now doing this. Uh, I, I, you know, From the first time I, I heard of it, um, I've committed to it, and it's been great. I feel much more accomplished, much more productive. All my goals, except for maybe one or two, are quarterly goals, not annual goals. And I cannot recommend this more highly. I've even read some other books that are sort of around this quarterly system. And I do think, though, that the 12-week year is the best. Uh, there's links for it in the podcast description for both the physical book and the audio book. Again, highly recommend it. And start being more productive, more accomplished, both at work and at home. And, of course, doing all those things will also help you in your finances. Thanks for tuning in this week to Retirees. We'll see you next week.